This is Lead Empower Grow, a podcast featuring entrepreneurs who lead productive teams, empower their communities, and grow successful businesses all of their own. Today's guest is Cindy Rivera, a national marketing director, and she shared her story all the way from coming to the U.S. with little more than hope in her pockets through the triumphs and challenges of finding a successful career in healthcare, which is where she still works full-time, even though on the side she's helping families find financial security with life insurance. Cindy and I covered the usual lead and power grow topics and themes, the greatest hits you could say. We talked about the challenges of building your own business, the importance of putting the client first, which is the first financial security difference, and the transformative power of finding a supportive professional network, which is what Cindy found here. So that was nice. We had a great talk and I can't wait for you to hear it. So let's go to it. Thank you for being on the podcast, Cindy. Thank you for reaching out. I just want to know your origin story or how you got to FFS or did you have jobs before? I came here in the U.S. Uh, way back in 2001, you know, to, mm-hmm. to search for an American dream. I actually uh, settled pretty early in life. Um, I was married at the age of 19, so mm-hmm. I didn't really finish my education. And I just feel bad to be dependent, you know, from in-laws. Yeah. So we tried to to look for that American dream here. So mm-hmm. basically when when I got here, I, I had no legal documents. I came here as a tourist visa and it yeah. was it was tough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um through through friends, family friends, I was able to be um introduced. Uh, I do have a, a nursing background. I was on my third year of nursing career when when mm-hmm. I stopped schooling. So mm-hmm. Um, I, I was able to had a chance to work in a in a residential care facility for senior. It's actually oh, a yeah. bedroom facility, and mm-hmm. again because I had no proper you know legal documentations at that time, mm-hmm. I was working seven days a week, um, mm. with yeah. basically low low pay. You know, yeah, hard <laughs> I, stuff. I yeah, plain right. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but that's for, difficult. Yeah, that's a tough time. Yeah. Everyone yeah, needs a break. So, Gosh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. for me, it was really big deal because if you mm-hmm. convert dollar to peso, um, mm-hmm. it, it was a big mm-hmm. amount. It was a big help. Uh, I was the breadwinner. Uh, my my family mm-hmm. is not well off, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and with that salary and I had a free housing and food, I don't really have to worry. Uh, yeah. I was able to support my only sister, finish up her college. Oh, and at that nice. time, um, my I had to leave my firstborn. Uh, mm. She was actually about one and a half years old when I left yeah. her. Obviously, I can't bring her here. Yeah, um, Gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No one to take care, right? So I had I had to go through that. Um, when I was working as a caregiver uh, back then, I I love studying. You know, I was I was mm-hmm. always yeah. on top of my you know school. <laughs> when I was young. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I I studied a lot of things. I discovered that insurance is a really big deal here in the US. Like yeah. everything has insurance in that. <laughs> so, right? I even yeah, it's very American. <laughs> own, um healthcare insurance because I was scared, you know, what if I had to go to the emergency room, you know, like yeah. who's going to pay thousands Absolutely. of dollars? I don't have that. Oh my gosh, uh, at that time, <laughs> I didn't know that um, 
they're not going to really force you to pay because in yeah. the Philippines, it's it's a way, way different. Um, mm-hmm. The facilities over there, the hospital, they won't even accept you. You have to pay the deposit first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a more um, upfront thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, upfront. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in the middle of the treatment, if you're not paying your yeah. balance, they're going to stop it, something like My that. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so I learned that and then... Um, I had the opportunity to be introduced into a different brokerage. So I was there for about maybe two to three years. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really like it because they're not really client focused. You know, they're focused on recruiting agents. And at that time, it's hard for me to succeed because... I don't have that credibility, you know, like yeah. who's going to believe mm-hmm. me, you know? I know I yeah, no, you're building everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know that's so hard, yeah. And and I, I do believe that, you know, recruiting is really a good thing to build your business, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you ha- we have to really make sure that we're also thinking what's the best for the client. Absolutely, and yeah. Without the service, I mean... It's such a failed approach to have like a really big team, but you're not yeah. really doing the service to the client, don't you think? Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, I know. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. my thing. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's what I love about FFS or like why we try. It's part of why the podcast exists too. And a lot of my job messaging is like, yeah, because we want, there is so much out there that isn't the, the recruiting only heavy focus is like it takes away, ultimately, you lose your eye on the prize, you lose the point of it by if you're not giving clients the best if you're not actually meeting their needs it's like well then what are we actually doing here that that that's our that's our purpose we're trying to protect people here we all get in most people want to help they don't you know just want right. to if they wanted to just make a big team that i don't know just to make a bigger team you could do that in any industry i don't know it, it, it almost right. has nothing to do with insurance by then <laughs> you know yeah i was there for like two to three years but i kept my um licenses when I finally got my work permit, I was able to uh, find a company um, mm-hmm. that, you know, I can use my insurance license. And I, I mm-hmm. started as a keyer, believe it or mm-hmm. not, you know, keying yeah. applications and then doing claims. And if you believe it or not, I'm, I'm still working there full time right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been there That's for nice. um, 17 years. Wow, great. But I was able to work my way a little bit, you know, on the upper side of the claims processing going into sales. So I became okay. one of the um, account manager for the senior market doing Medicare uh, uh-huh. because of that, yeah. you know, keeping my license. Um, yeah. And, and that then, lines up with your early residential care work. Right. Kind of like, yeah, rhymes. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then one time a friend of mine introduced me to someone that's already a a broker with FFS. And she told me that it was really a good company. And I said, "Um, unfortunately, I just, I'm just done with recruiting, you know, (laughs) it's it's not me. You're like, I've been there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This, this agent told me that, well, you can go ahead and just do it, you know, by selling, you don't really have to recruit. So Mm -hmm. I, we had a mutual understanding of, okay, I will join FFS, but just to let you know, don't ex- expect any recruits, you know, right. I, I yeah. will, I, I had the opportunity to uh, review the company. Um, at that time, it was actually 2008 when I joined, uh, no, Whoa. 2000, no, sorry, 2015. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. August of 2015. Mm -hmm. And I saw their products, you know, their mm -hmm. products are really great with, mm -hmm. with benefits and things like that. Yeah, and so, you already kind of knew a little bit of insurance. Yeah. Too. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I fell in love with the products. So I did, Good. you yeah. know, because of, my, because of my background with health mm -hmm. insurance, doing apples to apples comparisons, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I was able to do that, the same concept with FFS and... It was great. So I fell in love with the product. And mm -hmm. then when I attended my first convention um, on 2016, because yeah. they already done their convention under 2015, that mm -hmm. really changed everything for me. So yeah. my, my first convention is the one that really did, you know. I, I love that. Mm -hmm. Amazing. That's such a good, yeah. Because that's always, it is, I hear that story a lot, but it's always... You, so exciting because you get there in Vegas and it's like I got first yeah, year, I was I was like, what like, is this and then you're like oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like wow I mean these people came from nothing you know mm -hmm. from one to becoming yeah. someone you know like yeah, yeah. why why are they like that I mean if they were able to do that I can do that too you know <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so yeah, that absolutely. kind of mindset yeah yeah and I'm not positive about the history. I'm pretty sure, even though I write about it, but 2015 would have been right around when Corey and Victoria like really shot up, I think, right? They would have like really, but I, I'm not positive because I wasn't here at that time, but I feel like 2015 is something where it's like Corey and Victoria were really hitting a stride then, but I'm just trying to picture it. <laughs> you touched on so many great things there that I'd love to talk, but I love that you had the long history and still are working, you know, in other side of insurance and and your perspective on the the product first. I mean, it all makes sense. Not not only the the convention itself, but I mm -hmm. felt the culture. The culture yeah. way way different from mm -hmm. where I was. Um, on the other company, you will be noticed if you're a rising star. You know, if you're mm -hmm. doing something, you mm -hmm. can't even approach the higher ups. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's so good because yeah, I talked to many agents who started with a different company that. And they weren't satisfied there. And then they love F us because the same way I love us, which is because it's client focused and helping and serving and financial security. And, you know, but I myself had never worked at another one. So it is, I'm always kind of like looking in the window when you guys are talking to me like that, where it's like, I hear about it and I'm like, well, I'm, I guess I'm just glad on this side over here. Yeah. And the culture is, I never try to take it for granted, you know, if you know what I mean, where it's like, Wow, it still always impresses me, and that's why I loved in the podcast. Everyone's, you know, so service oriented, so such nice people. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. even though we all compete, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's friendly competition. Yeah, it's natural. Yeah, everyone yeah. is helping mm -hmm. to it's to help that someone to go up. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Com yeah. Competition. It's it's like sports. It can be a yeah, good thing. Yeah, they will too. care yeah. for you. It's not. It's not like the others where they will call you for points and recruits, you know. In FFS, they will really care for you. They will, mm -hmm. you know, ask you how you are, if you needed help, if, you know, things like that. That's so good. I love hearing that. And that's why we're always trying to restructure things or, or at least make ways that, like, we can emphasize the selling with, like, Producer Plus and things or, like, success tracks or, like, just trying to make it easier. I don't know. That's just mm -hmm. my whole job. Try, just trying to make it easier for people, <laughs> you know. There's, and there's so many different aspects. 
I joined No Success Trust. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you said you joined before it? Yeah, it was 2015. Yeah, so, so it was way before, I, remember, I think like five years. I'm the one, mm-hmm. we don't even have like trainings yeah. online. Yeah, yeah, I know, exactly, yeah. I'm the one calling for carriers, you know, plugging in mm-hmm. on their webinars. Mm-hmm. So I was really, that, and that's the same thing I was telling my, my team, mm-hmm. you know, like right now everything's there. It was like, lay out to you one by one what you need to do where do you want to start yeah. you know yeah. when i started i had to do everything yeah you know yeah although home office is really helpful mm-hmm. but we just hadn't built up that kind of stuff yet mm-hmm. i still have the carrier to get you know information in the product on seminars you know things like that absolutely yeah i always like or hearing about that wild west period that like wilderness back then because i i came in 2019 but I, i've talked to plenty of agents who were like yeah and back then you know we didn't have anything that we had now like people of course we're trying to help but like we as a company we're still building ourselves too and like how can we so it's just so nice to see how far we've come you know with success tracks and all and and the the technology and our our it department the apps the app yep. yeah yeah i love that perspective from you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> So there's not really, mm-hmm. there's, I mean, you can't really make an excuse. Right. To be yeah, there's that side of it too. Yeah. is here to help you grow. Yeah, yeah, there's that side too, yeah. But yeah, did you, so that would have been, so like we said, 2016 and 15, was there a long trial period of challenges or did it take a long time for you to, I mean, you were doing full-times and then FFS part-time. So was just, what did those first months or years look like? Were, were you like really all in or? When I started something and I really put my heart into it, mm-hmm. yeah. To be honest with you, it took me. I, I started August of two thousand fifteen. I became mm-hmm. regional marketing director December of two thousand fifteen. Wow! Yeah, you really hit the ground running. Yes, and mm-hmm. I actually hit my first diamond two thousand eighteen of November. Yeah, amazing. Okay, good. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it took me three years, but again, uh, I'm working full time, and mm-hmm. and the yeah. reason for that, you know, a lot of a lot of my uplines, um, even even Phil and Debbie, the home office, they know I would really wanted to quit. The only reason I'm mm-hmm. um, staying on my full time job is a medical issue. Right, 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 right. The benefits and things. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it, it's for my firstborn daughter. Oh, gosh, um, yeah. She mm-hmm. had a very rare type of cancer. She oh. was diagnosed when she was 15 year old. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was it was really rare. So mm-hmm. her case keeps on coming back every two to three years. My mm-hmm. health insurance coverage is um, really awesome. Like yeah. I can't compare. You know. Yeah. For for someone to buy it, you know, yeah. on an individual basis. That's good, though. No, I'm so glad you got to stay with them and you got that coverage still. And yeah, we're happy to even just have you part time, you know, like that's we don't we don't mind. You keep that coverage. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and even though it's it's only part time, mm-hmm. I, I take FFS very seriously. Oh, definitely. I can tell. Yeah. FFS change not only my life, but people that I know. It's a very great company. Mm-hmm. It really cares not only for its own agents, but mm-hmm. for, you know, people. Yeah, I often, I, and even just recently, some of my past interviews have been like talking about, you know, and that just even helping people beyond insurance or like 
whether it's helping clients even beyond just a product or like people that aren't even my clients. It's like, yeah, but, and I got to like hook them up with something because they really needed it. There's always those stories. Do you have any, like, I know you were talking about it changed people in your lives, lives changed people you'd know's lives and yours. And do you have anything that comes to mind or like any stories or any anecdotes that are like this? I can speak to that. Like, this is how it changed this person's life or this is how it changed a client's life. It's okay if you don't, but just wondered if you could, if anything came to mind. <laughs> yes. So I've been doing FFS since 2015. Mm-hmm. And for for that long time, I, I built a... Uh, it built a book of business that was pretty solid. Yeah. Out of that book of business, I would say I have one debt claim. Mm-hmm. But I do have about more than 10 um, acceleration for living benefits. And if, you, if we, you really think about it, the acceleration itself are really helpful. Mm-hmm. Not only, you know, helping the family itself providing because you know mm-hmm. one one person was sick but my my biggest story to tell is uh for the debt mm-hmm. for the debt right. uh, claim that i had mm-hmm. uh this client was 67 years old when, when passed away mm-hmm. we were able to get her life insurance and annuities you know for for her retirement yeah um pass away unexpectedly because of covid Mm-hmm. Perfectly okay. healthy client, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, and mm-hmm. pass away after two to three months of hospitalization mm-hmm. for COVID. Yeah. Uh, the client followed my advice of setting a trust, mm-hmm. you know, because she owns about seven home cares. Yeah, and then uh, on top of that, she has about maybe seven or eight properties, uh-huh. like house, yeah, houses. Uh-huh. So she did follow my ab- advice to set up a trust, but the trust wasn't set up correctly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, everything went into probate. Uh-huh. Yeah. And up to now, it is under probate. Still, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the client left two kids. Mm-hmm. One of them is 27. One of them is 25. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know anything about the business. Mm-hmm. And they were crying because they can't touch the money for yeah, the gosh, business. It so was frozen yeah, gosh. Uh, due to probate. Mm-hmm. And they can't even sell the business because um, if you if you read the will, the client wanted the business to be intact mm-hmm. for her legacy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for the kids and the grandkids to come. Yeah. So yeah. they don't have any money to pay the employees and because of the life insurance that we were able to set up for her along with the annuities Mm -hmm. we were able to get some of that money to continue the business it was awesome yeah that's thank god we had that little safety net that plan because gosh i can't imagine how frustrating is not even the word but to know that it all got locked away or locked up just in and we were so close. The trust was there, but it just wasn't quite right. Yeah. And but, but then to have the insurance annuities swoop in to save at least a little bit of the day. I mean, if you really put your shoes in their shoes, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a time of grieving process. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Already it's such a difficult, yeah. And at the same time, they're worrying about, you know, how to continue the business. How can they even continue themselves, you know? Yeah, I know. They don't have, they don't have any outside job mm-hmm. you know they they work inside their company yeah. because they're being trained by their mom yeah. but at a age they never really think that that will happen you know yeah yeah i know gosh i know and that's 
why I love you agents out there because it's like, it is such a, it's the grieving time. It's, it's the hardest time. And, and then to think it's hard enough for me to wrap my head around financial like trusts and, you know, insurance and all this heady stuff that, you know, that we need experts like you for. And, and so you, you got to be grieving and then also to be like, and I don't even know what, how to, what, you know, gah. <laughs> and then you guys step in and you're like the calm, you know, people who are just like here to help, happy to help. I know it. Let me do right. it. God, it's so nice. Yeah. For such an important time for people. Yeah. Yeah. Love that story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I just I just wanted to let everyone know, uh, whether it's brand new agents or new agents, that they don't have to be scared. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they are in a very good place. Yeah. Um, this is a very good company. Yeah. We have uh, products that we can offer with, you know, for, for clients out there, mm-hmm. depending on their needs. Many options, yeah. I know there's a lot of challenges. A lot of people are saying that, you know, they don't have time, they're busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But if you wanted to really change your life and change the life of others, mm-hmm. uh, you have to start somewhere. You have to yeah. figure out. And, and for me, I was blown away by not only what insurance can do. Yeah. There's a lot of issues about retirement going on right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are, they think they are prepared, but they're not really prepared. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that's where I'm really deeping dive into it is more on um, planning yeah. for the future. Yeah. Because we don't know what the future holds, Mm-mm. you know? know. It might not be that. But what if, you know, taxes yeah. or... Yeah, I know. You know. It ends up being like your best case because like, God forbid, death. But you still have to think, oh, I just kind of want money when I retire. We all want, yeah, I want to be able to live and not work. Well, yeah, that's at least the baseline. We got to at least plan for that. You know, then there's, of course, the other unthinkable things that we are protecting. But yeah, retirement, I feel like does kind of slip uh, or at least in planning it. That's why we need you guys. It, it is hard to look to how much will I need or, you know, think about all that stuff. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, share with them to not be scared. Yeah. It's like like myself, I, I've come here in the U.S. as a no one, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I don't have any friends. I don't have any family, Yeah. you know, Gosh. but I was able to get by mm-hmm. right along the storm. And really build yourself, yeah, more than just get by, it seems. And you you had that courage to make that leap. You're a great example for that. And I love the message of don't be scared because, of course, it's scary. Right. And and maybe maybe a lot of a lot of agents, especially the brand new ones, they are scared of sales uh, rejection. Yeah, it's hard to re- erase that part of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Based on my personal experience, if you learn how to be a great listener, mm-hmm. you know, being uh, able to discover more mm-hmm. about your client. Yes. It helps yeah. really well. Yeah. I always tell my team to what my mentor, Victoria Lee, always telling us, we we don't go and meet people as an insurance agent. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we are financial strategists. Yeah. yeah. And our job is to be a good listener. Mm-hmm. Ask questions, find more information. Yeah. To be able to know what they need 
and what their plans. Mm-hmm. And insurance agents just sell you life insurance mm-hmm. or whatever insurance you need. Yeah. Our role being a financial strategist is to find what will be their gaps yeah. or what will be needed when the time they retire. Mm-hmm. And our job is to help them fill that gap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When when client realize that they have a changed perspective of seeing you as an insurance agent. Yeah, don't be scared. I love so many messages in there. Don't be scared. Uh, we're financial strategists and just, yeah, listening. Listening is number one. That's the number one skill of almost any part of life, but definitely of, of if you're going to make it in this business. Not even just make it, but, you know, it is hard, like you were saying. It's hard to find time. We're all busy. But if we can just remember to reorient and be like, I'm just going to sit in front of this person and really help them. I'm going to listen, try to figure out the best way to plan for their future. One step at a time, you know, one client at a time. That's, you know, it's easy to get overwhelmed, but don't be scared. Just focus on helping one little thing at a time. (laughs) That's true. All right. That was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you you so much for being on, Cindy. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you, all you listeners out there, as always, for tuning into another episode of Lead Empower Grow. To hear more stories from entrepreneurs just like Cindy, you can listen through our past episodes on our feed or at firstfinancialsecurity.com under the podcast tab. And of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to listen to new Lead and Power Grow episodes the moment they air. Thank you for your support. It makes these conversations possible. And we look forward to bringing you more stories that will inspire you to lead, empower, and grow.